Hello, everyone. It's Marcus Liberty with Give Me Liberty Podcast. You know how I'm going to start this one off. If you don't know, now you know. The University of Illinois, we had our 30th reunion for our basketball team, who was given a slick, cool name, the Flying Illini. We had our reunion, and all of the guys were back. Every last one of the guys were back. It's the first time we were all back under one roof at the same time. And it was special. You can feel the energy that was in the arena. We all knew that it was going to be special. And once they start calling out our names and showing old footage, it brought back a whole lot of memories. But I want to talk about one guy in particular who I would say was the key to getting a lot of that talent that you saw on that court from Chicago. And I don't think he gets enough recognition for what he has accomplished. His name is Jimmy Collins. Jimmy Collins was one of the guys that I trusted. I believed in that he was going to do what he said. And he also been where we were trying to go. Uh, so it was a kind of an easy sell, but he, he, still, he felt real genuine when he was talking to us. And when we was doing something that he didn't like, he let, us, he let that be known too. Uh, so until this day, I mean, we still talk and he give us some fatherly advice on certain things that, you know, we might want to ask him that we know we, you know, some because some of us lost our dads. I lost my dad. So uh, my dad is no longer here. So I, I still seek advice, you know, sometime from him from time to time. So I just wanted to say, you know, he he deserves a lot of the credit that that a lot of people really is not talking about, but I, I believe that he he should be recognized. He should be actually hung. His, his something should be in that arena about Jimmy Collins hanging from the rafters uh, because he was the key to a lot of great basketball kids, uh, talent that came out of Chicago. Uh, he was responsible for a lot of them. So back to the flying Illini you know, our my squad, Kendall Gill was real smooth and slick on the basketball court. He did a lot of the defensive Simons along with Steve Bardo, great two backcourt mates that was pretty doggone good on defense. Um, so it was hard for any guard to bring the basketball up against them. Um, and then you had Steven Bardo, the other big guard, who was a point guard, at 6'5", Kendall at 6'4", Nick Anderson at 6'5", Kenny Battle 6'6", and Lowell Hamilton 6'7", and myself coming out the bench at 6'8", Irvin Small 6'6", Larry Smith 6'4". So you can see we were all interchangeable. So each and every one of us can probably play two, at least two positions. Sometimes I was in the mix of playing three positions with that team. Um, in today's game, 
I don't think our team would have lost any games uh, the way they played the game now. Fast, up-tempo, pressure, full court. Um, I think it would be exciting basketball. But Lou Henson was a little bit before his time. I mean, with the stuff that he was implementing back then. Um, Sure, he didn't let us go all out like you see the guys today. But at the same time, he was a little bit ahead of his time on what he wanted and how he wanted us to play. Uh, So, Shout out to them. And also, Dick, Mr. Dick Vitale, who, who was the one that really gave us that name, Flying Illini, because uh, he saw the dunks and how high we were jumping and playing above the rim and really didn't have a dominant, legitimate center, like the traditional centers that you have when you just post up. So we 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 had a lot of other guys posting up, Nick Anderson, myself, uh, Steve Bardo used to post up, Lowell Hamilton. So all of our guys knew how to post up, and we all had that mid-range game, and we all played above the rim. So that that's what made us so special. We were so athletic at every position that it was hard to guard us. And that's what, to me, separated us from a lot of other, other teams that we, we played against. So... I was very happy to get back and then see the fans and hear the stories from the fans about what they were talking about, of how their parents, now their parents, and now their grandkids and their kids and all talking about what they remembered about our squad. And some of them got have names. They named their children after, after us or they wear a jersey, certain jersey. Now their kids playing basketball and and it's just fine, fine mem- memories that I remember. Um, and they just brought all of them back. So you, you never know how you were appreciate, appreciative until you actually hear it from the fans. So I just want to say big shout out to the fans. Thank you for your support as well. We love you all because you guys did a lot. You guys get a lot of cheering and standing up and Without you guys, I don't think you would have saw a lot of those dunks because you gave us the energy. We fed off them, that energy. So thank you all for that. And also, I know we were all down and they had us on a schedule about signing autographs and all that. But I think if you can find a way to get in contact with each and every one of us through social media or, or somehow, I'm pretty sure the guys wouldn't mind signing if you mail it, mail something, a picture or or shirts or, or or whatever you need signed, we will probably sign it. I know I will. I will. I would uh, sign it. So make sure you hit me up on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Give Me Liberty. Uh, so you can look me up on that, and I, I, I would most definitely sign it. I, I apologize because I wanted to be there and sign every last autograph that we had to sign this past weekend unfortunately that couldn't happen because we had we were actually on the university schedule so we had to move around as quick as possible so uh i just want to say i apologize i'm sorry that we couldn't do it uh but it feel free to hit me up on my social media and again i would definitely uh sign and send my uh address so you guys can send it so again it was a special weekend, and I know we didn't, our current team didn't get the victory, but they did show that they had a lot of heart and toughness. Sometimes the shots don't fall, 
but it's other things that I know Coach Underwood would appreciate appreciate if the guys just keep biting or keep buying into um, his philosophy and and understanding what he's trying to accomplish. So uh, don't don't think that you know I don't like to be I don't like our team to be compared to any other team because I do think we had a special group of guys and it's hard to uh, duplicate something like what we had and um, I just try to say find your own identity uh, we didn't go out to say we was going to call ourselves the flying Illini that was given to us so but we played hard and we competed no matter who we played if they had a seven foot center we competed it didn't matter who stepped on the floor who laced the shoes up or who started on our team we all had one common goal we pushed the egos to the, to the side and we, we 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 did what we needed to do but at the same time we wasn't like we wasn't afraid to say let's keep milking or keep giving the ball to somebody that is hot so for instance if Nick Anderson was hot we know we're going to keep going to Nick Anderson. If Kendall was hot, we're going to keep going to Kendall. Uh, Kenny Battle, so on and so on. Each and every one of us had that one common goal, and we wanted to get the victory. We wanted to win. So that is one of the, the things that I most liked about us, that we pushed all our egos to the side because you got to look. You think back at that team, that 89 team, you had three Mr. Basketball player of the year on that basketball team you had myself you had Nick Anderson and you had Lowell Hamilton all three of us was Mr. Basketball from the state of Illinois I know a lot of people probably didn't know that but if you didn't now you know and then you had a lot of all-staters on that team I mean, Kendall Gill uh, myself Irvin uh, Nick, uh, Kendall, Lowell Hamilton. I want to say all of us was pretty much all staters uh, that was on that team. So, but don't quote me on all of those because I really, I really didn't do my homework as far as that go. But I just wanted to throw that out there. But I know we had a lot of all staters on that team. Um, I could be wrong with some of the names, but. But anyhow, I just wanted to share that with you guys that most of the time most of the time you see a lot of kids when you build a program, they stay home. And then that's and, and then when they stay close to home is a easy is an easy sell for the media. Like you got Chicago is a big market, uh sports sports media market for the hometown team. So so you have Illinois, of course you're gonna get some publicity through the networks, the big networks in Chicago. So uh, I'm saying this to say a lot of Chicago kids that's talented, uh, that can possibly stay in the state, um, try to do it. I mean, you you got a big market there. Um, and, then, and then again, I know with all of the violence that was happening in Chicago, a lot of kids, and people don't know this, but a lot of the kids that was from Chicago ended up moving out of the state to go play elsewhere. Uh, some, some kids that moved to Georgia, some kids that moved to 
New York, New Jersey's kids that moved to Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, that's from Chicago. Uh, so a lot of times people say it's kind of watered down in Chicago now, that, and that's because a lot of the kids left. But at the same time, it is still some talented kids, some talented kids that live in Chicago that we still need to go get. Um, so, but again, this is about this year's Flying the Line Night team. This segment was. So I just wanted to say thank you all for coming back and uh, bringing us back. And let's continue to do it. Let's not wait another 30 years. Let's bring each one of us back, no matter when and where it is. Um, I think we want to feel that we're still a part of that program because I think we were one of the teams that actually laid that foundation down for uh, more great kids to come. Um, I know we we should market that a little bit more uh, because a lot of times kids can read it, but if they actually see us and can sit down and talk to us about, you know, the ins and outs and and, and, and what we accomplished and what we went through in life, I think that will be an awesome thing to do. Um, I'm all for it, and uh, I look forward to more great things and more events that that can happen. Uh, from that flying Illini team. Uh, fans want to see it, I believe. And I think the players need to see it, see us, touch us, and believe that they can too become someone and leave a legacy behind just like that flying Illini team did. So thank you all for tuning in. It's time for me to unlace the shoes. Give me liberty. Peace, everybody. Hello, everyone. This is Marcus Liberty with Give Me Liberty Podcast. Today, I want to talk about motivation within yourself. Not counting on others to pick you up or push you. That's great and all. But if you don't have it inside of you, then you won't be playing for yourself. Or you won't be pushing yourself. You're putting your trust in someone else to call you on the telephone. To come by and pick you up. You have to have that drive inside of you. It's hard for you to understand it probably at a young age, but if someone is instilling in you, of you have to understand how to get yourself up out of bed and want to go out and attack the day with the fire and desire you have inside of you to want to be the best you can be. You need to understand this. If it's not lit inside of you, it's going to be hard for you to be successful in life. Not saying you can't be successful, but it's going to be extremely hard if you're not motivated enough to get up and get out and do something positive with your life. Stop hanging around on corners. Stop playing these video games. 
constantly over and over again. Start reading. Start being active. Start listening to the people that truly care for you. And you have to understand how to push yourself. Push yourself to limits that you never thought you can accomplish. Move forward, not backwards. Every minute, every hour, every day, every week, you should be pushing yourself to higher standards. We have to understand that if we don't do it for ourselves, then someone else will try to dictate what they see in you. Let's get it together. It's it's motivational day. It's a motivational day. We need it. We all have it inside of us. And it's it's just lurking. It wants to come out. But we got to see it. We got to understand it. We got to feel it. We got to go out and believe it. Do it. Do it. A lot of us been through a lot in our lives. Now it's time for us to take control of our destiny. Uplift what's inside of you and take it to higher grounds and make it believe and make it do what it's supposed to do. Understand that no one can do it but you. You're with yourself 24-7 out of 24-7 days. 24-7. 24 hours and 7 days. I repeat, 24 hours and 7 days you are with yourself. You have to understand what ticks, what makes you go. You have to go out and get it. You have to go out and take what's yours. You have to find a spot that makes you want it as bad as anything else. If that means you have to push That means you have to read. That means you have to go out and do what you're supposed to do. Then go out and do it. What's right. All these negativities that we, all the negativity that we hear out in this world about you're not going to be nothing. We're just criminals and we're going to continue to be in jail and, 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 and not be able to give back and do things for our communities. And that's a bunch of baloney. Because what you're doing is letting people read to you so you comprehend it. So your comprehension is not where it's supposed to be. That's why a lot of people don't watch the news a lot. Because the news is like a book. So you're sitting there watching television and you're reading what they're saying. And you're comprehending that everything that you hear and see 
is what you're going to be become eventually. So you have to understand what's the problem in this world. It is ugly. This world is ugly. But it is also some good things in this world. You just got to find your lane. I don't condone anything that's going on that's not right in this world. But I look at it and see if I can fix or if I can tweak or if I can help some young generation of youth become more understanding of what is going around, what's going on around them then I can mold them the way to help them be successful we have to we have to use some of the powers within us not to control the kids but to help them or implant a seed inside of them by talking positive things inside of them so when it's time for them to grow they understand that they had someone who cared about them who loved them who wanted to see them be the best person they can possibly be now if you're on that then continue to do it but if you own something that ain't right and you know it's not right, but you're still going out there doing things and you're trying to mentor kids, then stop it. Maybe this is not what you should be doing. Because we all know a child mind is not fully developed, not at a young age. So we got to start building them up. We got to start influencing them in a positive way. That's what I've always been about. And I'm going to continue to be about that. I may have not been the smartest person in the world, but my heart, my heart is bigger than anyone. I believe. I care about the young generation can't do it alone of course I know I can't but the ones that I can touch and help I'm gonna do it and if you out there in a community and and you want to give back and and reach and touch and, and make sure these kids understand what's right and wrong it's simple you plant that seed right for wrong you do this this is what happens you do this this could happen it's the good and the, it's the good and the bad. It's yes or no. Come on, people. Let's get it together. Let's motivate these kids. Let's motivate our kids to be better. I hope you all enjoyed this segment. I love you all. Stay uplifted, stay positive, and make sure we raise our kids the right way.
Peace, everybody. Give me liberty.